Hello and welcome to Outspoken, your dose of the hottest influencer and pop culture news twice a week. I'm Amy Torber and I'm joined by my sister and journalist, Kate. So we've given Sophie the day off today because she's got a cold. Now on today's show, the sexualization of Robert Irwin, the Barbie core trend painting your news feeds pink and Michaela Tester's holiday to Turkey takes a disturbing twist. But first, on Monday, we spoke about how Jordan Simi was sending his ex, Sammy Robinson, cryptic messages through his Instagram post. Now, just to remind you, he shared a Polaroid photo of himself and wrote, Miss Her, as the caption. Now, it turned out that the caption had actually been edited. And we put a call out to our lovely listeners if anyone knew what the original caption was. And thank you for those who sent it in. It originally said, Miss My Ex. Now, if that wasn't subtle enough, on Sammy's birthday, he shared a selfie in a lift and wrote happy birthday with a cake emoji. Unsurprisingly, Sammy got tagged quite a few times. So one follower wrote under the post, happy birthday to who? And someone responded tagging Sammy Robinson under the comment. Another user wrote, baby, come back and tagged Sammy. Now, this pissed me off, Amy. Can he just let her enjoy her birthday without inserting himself Mm. into the narrative all the time? Yeah, I think it's a little bit inappropriate. I mean, we don't know what's going on behind the scenes. He and Sammy could be talking again. But wow, he really is trying to get Sammy back. See, Amy, I totally disagree. I think that this post makes it very clear that she's not responding to him and he's starting to get desperate and force her to respond in a public manner. Now, it was rather interesting because Influencer Updates AU shared a story that Jordan appeared in. It was one of his friend's stories on Instagram. And in the background was Sammy Robinson's dog. Now, a few super sleuths have done a little bit more investigating, and it appears that the video was taken at Jordan's office, which of course is also Sammy's office. How fucking awkward must it be that they still work together? Mm, Well, not work together, but work in that same office space. Yeah, but it's not a huge office space, is it? Yeah, and we did flag this months ago when they made the decision to actually work from the same office space that this is going to be fucking awkward. And it appears it is. I wonder how it goes in the office. Like, is she just giving him the cold shoulder and ignoring him and he's desperately trying to get her attention? Because it would be really hard to move on from someone if they're there working in the same building as you every day. Okay, you did this. You were working with your ex. Yeah, and that's why we kept getting back together all the time. We only really properly split up when I got a new job somewhere else and didn't have to see him or hear about him. So we're suggesting, Sammy, move your office. If you don't want this guy back. I know you've only just (laughs) moved in. G'day, everyone. It's Robert Irwin here. I'm pretty stoked to announce that I've finally joined the wonderful world of TikTok. This week, Robert Irwin graced the cover of Stella magazine in a way we'd never seen him before. Gone were the car keys and in their place were designer clothes and a grown-up looking Robert. Now, Amy, the public's reaction to a now 18-year-old Robert has raised debate about the sexualization of child stars. What sparked this conversation? Well, it was actually a comment that resurfaced that was made by maths contestant Dominica. So last month, Dom commented on one of Robert's TikToks saying, God, you are so handsome. She also wrote, Robert, would you like to come to the Logies with me? Now, some followers were quick to slam Dom. One wrote, you're literally 28. This is fucking creepy. I was a fan of yours. Another labelled it gross predatory behaviour. Now, Dom defended her comments saying, in Australia, legal age is 16. He is 18. 
18. He can drink alcohol. She continued by saying, I can ask him to come to the Logies with me and say that he is handsome. Take a chill pill, everyone. Now, I first saw this backlash unfolding in the So Dramatic Facebook group, and it was picked up by a number of other media publications. And it's important to point out, it wasn't just Dom commenting on Robert's appearance. 36-year-old Amy Shark also commented that Rob looked handsome, as did many other users. Now, firstly, Kate, I want to hear, what is your view on people who are older than Robert saying he's handsome? Is it creepy or is it okay? I don't think that there's any issues with someone just saying, oh, you look very handsome because we've all seen him grow up. And it was quite startling when you saw the photo and you're like, oh, wow, he's he's very handsome. He's a lovely boy. I think a lot of people love not just the way he looks, but they're also big fans of the way he carries himself and what he does in terms of animal conservation. So I think that's a big part Mm. of his appeal. Whereas the comments around, oh, well, he's legal age, um, the legal age is 16. Well, no, it's actually 18. You're considered an adult at 18. Yes, the legal age of consent is 16 and 17. So it depends what state Mm. you're in. But I just thought it got a bit murky then. It got a bit yuck to sort of have to say, you know, he can have sex. I do always feel a little bit uncomfortable anytime there is a child star or someone who has grown up in the public eye. When they suddenly turn 18, there's so much public discussion around their appearance and it seems to be so much sexualization of that person. Well, I think also as a nation, we've kind of taken him on as our own son because his dad did pass away when he was just two years old and everyone's always had a soft spot for him. So I think it's almost like people have waited for him to turn 18 and I think we have had that a lot with female celebrities and so it's kind of weird now when it's turned and it's a male celebrity and how we react to females making Mm. what seem like predatory comments Mm. and you're right Kate it is interesting because normally as you said it is young women who we are seeing sexualized online once they turn 18 because we saw it recently with Millie Bobby Brown so she was only 12 when she started appearing in Stranger Things in 2016 and this year in February Millie Bobby Brown turned 18 and as this birthday approached like the only way I can describe it is fucked there was a countdown which began to pop up on online forum Reddit and the post teased that they'd be launching an NSFW thread for Millie as soon as she turned 18 what does that mean? (laughs) Yeah I didn't know what it meant until today so it stands for not safe for work so in the reddit space this acronym is used to warn users that the content they're about to view may contain nudity pornography or profanity so basically kate this was a thread that had been set up while millie was a minor that was just waiting for her to officially turn 18 to post sexual pictures of her and more disturbingly this forum had 6,000 members sign up prior to millie turning 18 it actually reminds me of this essay that I read written by child star Mara Wilson. So she was the little girl who played Matilda in that epic movie. And she revealed that before she was even in middle school, she already had photos of her feet published on a foot fetish website. And it gets worse because she's had instances where her image has been photoshopped into child porn and she has received countless disturbing letters from grown men. There's also other cases. I read about Emma Watson who faced predatory treatment when she turned 18 as well. So she recounted how photographers had rocked up to her 18th birthday party and lay on the pavement to take photos up her skirt. If that's not bad enough, these photos were then published on the front page of the English tabloids the next morning. If these photos had been published 24 hours earlier, 
They would have been considered illegal, but because she was 18, they were perfectly legal to print and to take. It's just so weird to think that that stuff actually goes on, yeah. that these adult men are paid to actually go take an upskirt photo of a 18-year-old girl or freshly turned 18-year-old girl. I do think that there is a real double standard when it comes to the sexualization of women versus men. And whether we like it or not, it does seem like that there is this inherent view that women aren't as sexually threatening to male teens. There have been a few articles about Dom's comments, but there's not this huge outpouring of concern, really. However, if it was reversed and a nearly 30-year-old man was commenting on some random 18-year-old's post calling her gorgeous and asking her on a date, we'd probably feel a little bit uncomfortable about it. I think that's only the case if the man was in the public eye, because we've just gone through that it's quite common for men to objectify young women. You know, there's even a whole Reddit forum based on Millie Bobby Brown. So I think we're used to men doing it and we're used to women being objectified. Mm. But I think because that there is this skew that it happens a lot more to women, that when it happens to a man, there's kind of like well, a young guy that there's you kind of turn a blind eye to it because it's rare. Yeah, I think it's because, as you said, we don't deem a female to be as threatening sexually as a man. And I have noticed this double standard as well when it comes to the media reporting on pedophile teachers because Daily Mail, they always seem to have an article up and it's always a young, attractive female teacher who's been charged with sexually assaulting a teenage boy. And if you look in the comments, most of the comments are from men being like, oh, that kid's so lucky and they wish they had teachers like that. However, when it's a male teacher, that person is absolutely vilified. I feel like we need to stop perpetrating this double standard. You might have noticed an influx of hot pink outfits flooding your social feed. The trend is called Barbiecore and it's all about the 90s Barbie girl aesthetic. The Barbiecore hashtag took off on TikTok after photos of Margot Robbie on set of the Barbie film were unveiled in late April. Now, despite the movie not coming out until July 2023, the hashtag Barbiecore has had over 8 million views on TikTok. Creators have been sharing their Barbiecore outfits, which include hot pinks, bright neons, sparkly accessories and heavy makeup. But is life in plastic so fantastic in 2022? Now, before we get into that debate, Amy, have you noticed everyone seems to be wearing hot pink at the moment? Well, not particularly in my day-to-day life, but I have noticed a lot of celebrities are wearing more pink than they ever have. So the Kardashians have, of course, been early adopters of the trend. Kim shared a photo of herself on Instagram in June wearing a hot pink cropped hoodie and Balenciaga leggings. She finished the look off with a bedazzled bag with a B on it and referred to the look as having future alien Barbie vibes. Khloe Kardashian <laughs> also wore a pink neon latex dress to her 38th birthday party. And of course, Hailey Bieber is up on the trend. She shared a photo on Instagram of her wearing a pink Versace corset mini dress. However, the celebrities who looked like they were channeling Barbie and Ken the most were Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly. So recently on the red carpet, Megan wore a very tight pink metallic set while Machine Gun Kelly channeled Ken with a pink neck 
knitted top, blush pants, and a multicolored tiger print patchwork coat. He did really look a lot like Ken. I and I do want to give Margot Robbie all the credit for this trend, as the photos of her dressed as Barbie are iconic. There's this one of her and Ryan Gosling dressed in matching retro gym gear, and it has the like g-string unitard and roller blades and it just sent me back to my childhood it made me feel very nostalgic however i do think the trend also has something to do with valentino so basically in march the brand's creative director dedicated the entire autumn and winter 2022 collection to the color hot pink so the collection has been described as barbie meets legally blonde now they even went as far as making the hot pink color an exclusive hue called valentino PP in conjunction with Pantone. Now, Amy, I do need to know what you think about this trend. Well, it is a tough one because this barbiecore trend itself, it does seem like a bit of fun and it is a nod towards nostalgia. Personally, I'm not a huge fan of pink, so I'm not going to be wearing it. But when you do look at this trend in conjunction with the current Y2K fashion revival, it's hard not to have reservations because there are genuine concerns that these fashion trends could cause a resurgence in the obsession with the size zero body. I mean, I'm 33, as are UK, and you've got to think back to our fashion icons. They were Paris Hilton, Nicole Richie, Lindsay Lohan, who were all super skinny. They would wear tight mini dresses, show off the hip bones. It was the height of fashion to have low skinny rise jeans, and everyone was obsessed with size zero. So this is the concern. Will we go back? to this trend. Yeah, and it's safe to say that the most important fashion accessory of the 2000s was being skinny. And exclusivity was a massive part of the allure of the Y2K trend. And when you think about it, the low-rise jeans, the belly button rings, crop tops and bodycon dresses, there was such a massive focus on the midriff area for these types of clothing. And low-rise jeans were only ever celebrated on super skinny people with flat Mm. stomachs. I have clear memories of larger people being ridiculed who tried to wear the trend. You only have to think of the term muffin top, which was used to describe the fat hanging out of the sides of the low-rise jeans to understand that these jeans were not allowed on anyone bigger than I would say a size 10. Yeah, or if you wore them, as you say, you would be ridiculed. Yeah, and it's really hard to say, but in the early 2000s, clothing options for plus-size people People were virtually non-existent. Sadly, plus-size people were excluded from fashion altogether. So that's why it seems to be so troubling that these trends are coming back in. And the thing is, we as a society have made all this progress in terms of inclusion of a range of body types in the world of high-end fashion. So it is really scary to think that we could be reverting back to this super skinny trend. Yeah, it really is. And I read an article in Dazed that discussed these concerns And it was saying how they think that the strides the fashion industry have made towards greater inclusivity around body size, age and race may not be a permanent change. It may be something that is a trend Mm. that actually ends up expiring. That is interesting because I have seen a lot of brands who have recently been called out for virtue signaling in terms of them trying to be more inclusive in their marketing. And a lot of people have called bullshit on some brands. So I agree. I could actually see this trend of being inclusive having an expiry date yeah and i think with the recent changes that we've been seeing to the abortion rules in the u.s it just shows us that things are not set in stone and advancements that we think we have made Mm. we can actually revert back to as a society which is so sad so kate do you think then we shouldn't be trying to glamorize this barbie trend 
it's hard because it does really look like a lot of fun on social media. And I'm very nostalgic. I grew up with Barbie. I loved playing Barbies. But it did really make me think about the celebrities that were famous in the 90s and early Mm. 2000s because a lot of them did actually have attributes similar to Barbie. So a lot of them were obviously very thin, blonde, attractive, but they also had ditzy personalities or personas, I would say. So you think about the likes of Jessica Simpson and Paris Hilton. They were massive A-grade celebrities and they were really popular because as I said, they had these ditzy personas. They put on this act of not being very intelligent, which I think in the 90s and early 2000s, that's what the Barbie trend was. I know we've seen Barbie has evolved since those times and become more inclusive, but we've got to remember that this Barbie core trend is actually based around the 90s Mm. and 2000s aesthetic of Barbie. It's not the advancement of Barbie. So I'm just really hoping that this trend doesn't also see a revival in the way we expect women to act, particularly after we have just had this massive cultural awakening about how we treated female celebrities in the noughties. Everyone warned us about the guys in Turkey, okay? But we didn't listen. On our first night in Turkey, we met this guy. He was super charming. He was super nice. He was like, let me show you around Turkey. We were like, okay, we don't know anybody. Like, whatever. What is the worst that could happen? TikToker Michaela Tester has detailed her terrifying encounter with a Turkish man who allegedly snuck into her bathroom and watched her shower. The OnlyFans star toured the city with the man for several days, with the man previously appearing in her travel vlogs. Amy, can you tell us more about what happened? Yeah, well, listeners will remember last month, we spoke about how a newly single Michaela had thrown shade at her ex, Addis Paul, whilst she was holidaying in Turkey. So in her previous travel vlogs, when the pair were dating, Michaela would always complain that Addis would refuse to hold her shopping bags. So soon after arriving in Turkey, Michaela shared on her Instagram story that she and her friend Grace were spending time with two handsome Turkish men. Michaela snapped a photo of the boys holding their shopping and wrote, Turkish boys hold and carry bags without complaining. So Michaela also included the men in her vlog in Turkey. So she explained that during their first night in Turkey, she went out club with her friend Grace and they were approached by these two men and she confessed in the vlog that the men in Turkey were obsessed with them. She continued saying they won't stop telling us how beautiful we are and it's so sweet. Now the men seem to be laying it on thick taking them to their favorite restaurants and purchasing them the roses in the street. She did joke during the video that they were very charming and that they're scared that this is going to be the ending of (gasps) Taken 2. Now I'm sure you can tell by the name but Taken 2 is a movie about a young girl getting kidnapped Mm. in Paris. So following the turkey vlog, some followers were concerned about Michaela's safety, understandably. And one wrote, I know these men seem lovely, but please be careful. They don't all have the best intentions. Do not drink anything if you've left it unattended. Michaela responded under the comment saying, girl, do we have a story about this guy? And then did crying faces. So Michaela uploaded this new video and said, despite everyone warning them about these guys in Turkey, they didn't listen, but should have. So she explained that her friend Grace had had a crush on the Turkish guy in question and things turned weird when the Turkish guy asked for Grace to return something of his she'd accidentally taken. Now, Michaela didn't specify what it was, and I really would have liked to know because there was a lot of like jumping around about what it actually was. So Grace asked him to meet her in the lobby and that she would bring it down. Now, he claimed it was the wrong item, so he had to come up to the room to get it. Now, whilst this was all happening, Michaela was in the hotel room having a shower with the door open. 
And Michaela alleges that the Turkish guy heard the water running and said to Grace that he was busting to go to the toilet and he couldn't use the toilet downstairs. So could he use the toilet in their room? And she said no. According to Michaela, Grace turned her back to start looking for the object that was apparently missing. Michaela at this point was still in the shower and had no idea that any of this was happening in the room. She alleges that she then felt these cold eyes staring at her and looked through the shower door to see that the Turkish guy had snuck into the bathroom and was staring at her naked body. That would be horrifying. I know. Grace then grabbed all of the guy's stuff and he allegedly got in her face and pushed her. And in the comment section, Michaela wrote, we cancelled the rest of our turkey trip and left the next morning. We're okay with crying faces. I was a little bit disappointed to see in the comment section that people were blaming the girls for the action of these men. This is the men's fault. Men should not act like this, regardless of whether you've been warned. There's no excuse for it. Yeah, it seems like a lot of victim blaming was going on. Now, obviously, at 33 years old and with hindsight and also experience, we can see that that there were a lot of red flags going on with these men. But these girls are 22 years old. One of them has just broken up with her long-term partner and they're probably Mm. enjoying a lot of attention and getting excited over guys, showering them with praise. So it was probably a holiday romance. Yeah, exactly. And the boys appeared to be the same age. It's not like they were these creepy older guys. I do have to take my hat off to Michaela for actually sharing that this happened because she could have easily just left this video out. It obviously does make good TikTok, but... I feel like she shared it to warn other girls. Yeah, exactly. It would have been a little bit embarrassing after having all these people telling you to watch out and be careful. So I think it's great Mm. that she did say, well, this actually happened. And I do love that she shared what the men looked like in the TikTok vision to sort of warn others, Mm. hey, if you're in Turkey, look out for these guys. Now, I think that's all we've got time for today. We wanted to acknowledge that today's podcast was recorded in the traditional land of the Ghana people of the Adelaide Plains. We pay respects to elders past, present and emerging now if you did like today's show please leave us a five-star review and don't forget to join in on all the conversations going on in our facebook community which is outspoken the podcast community and please go give us a follow on instagram and tiktok our handle is outspoken underscore the underscore podcast 